Marquis. And I'm Tori. And this is a podcast where we talk about our favorite reality TV shows at the time. And at the time. <laughs> yeah. Talk a little bit about our kids. Very little. But then mostly talk about the different episodes that are on and whatever random crap that we decide to talk about. So since we're still kind of in the beginnings of the podcast, give a little context about why we started it. So we essentially are a married couple who are, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it every time because we called it out the first time. <laughs> and we have four kids and normally during bedtime or after bedtime, uh, not during. <laughs> no, <laughs> not during. I don't know how that would happen. It'd be a mess. Yes. Um, after bedtime, we watch reality TV and discuss it on our own. And so we decided to start a podcast to talk about it with all of you. So right we now, discuss reality TV all the time, not just after bedtime, it's also yeah. like in the car or just like walking around the house. We're talking about reality television. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we have so many different shows too. Some seasons are a lot more, I guess, packed full of TV shows. Like we're engrossed in them. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So like we're watching more shows at a certain in a certain yeah. season. I thought you meant like a season of a TV show. No, no. I mean, there are times where like a certain TV show has a lot of crap going on, but like the ultimatum yeah. that we just watched. Yeah. So good. Great season of TV. But, Correct. But no, I feel like sometimes there's more reality TV on than other times. But right now it's packed. There's so many things yeah. that we're watching. Yep. So right now we're covering the big D, which will be this episode. And we're also covering Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. And we'll have to figure out what our next one's going to be because there are a lot of options. We're really waiting for the challenge to come back with whatever. I don't know if All-Stars is going to be first or if USA is going to be first. We haven't heard anything about All-Stars. It's just been USA is coming back. Yeah. In August. Yeah. I can't keep up, but. I can't either. There's also so many many spinoffs. All I I want to see All-Stars because I want to see Leroy and Cam. Well, and I want to see Cara Maria and Laurel's going to be on there. So I feel like there's a lot of really great, like. Oh, and is it my favorite person on there too with Laurel? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nicole. <laughs> favorite <her>. person. Yeah. <laughs> All of her fun that she's bringing. She's good TV. She, she is. Yeah. She really is. She's just not my favorite challenger. Her and Laurel are an interesting. I love Laurel couple. though. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm hoping it comes back soon because I really want to see it. All Stars is just more entertaining to me than really any of the other, I guess, spinoffs. The main the main show is still really good, but All Stars is a great spinoff. Yeah. Well, and they're getting All Stars. I feel like it's kind of becoming more of like like they're getting people from like the era we started watching the challenge in. Yeah, there's still like some of the fun side of the challenge, like a little bit more laid back. Yeah. Anyway, we won't talk about the challenge all night, even though we could. But <laughs> We really could. <laughs> hoping that that comes back soon. So anyway, we release episodes weekly, semi-weekly, and such. We're playing a little bit of catch-up with everything. So, yeah. So bear with us as we have a funky release schedule getting started, especially because we started on, like, Summer House. Martha's Vineyard is getting, nearing the end. Yeah. And so we're playing catch-up with that. But Big D, we're keeping up with that at least mm-hmm. so anyway so yeah excited about it and our next a little 
segment we're calling bedtime stories for now and we're just talking about oh uh, you may hear fireworks in the background <laughs> it's the week of fourth of july not even fourth of july yet. no and it's not our it's neighbors are showing all the patriotism apparently Jason. so by shooting off fireworks every night after 9 p.m so i don't know what that's all about and I don't know. I'm guessing they also don't have children or care about people with small children. They, uh, yeah. They at least don't have small children that are already asleep. Yeah. Nor are they trying to record a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just shoot off fireworks for 45 minutes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it also sounds like it's right behind our house. So you'll probably catch a little bit of it. So you're yeah. welcome from it's our neighbors. <laughs> They're awful. Anyway. We um, don't know. We don't know who's actually shooting it off. So <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah. But we're going to... For bit stories, essentially just different parenting moments, I guess you can say, and things that we do with our kids or crazy things that our kids do. So at this time, it's actually a little bit of both, but we, so our older two are biologically mine from a previous marriage. And so they are with us for two non-consecutive weeks during the summer. And this was our first week with them this past week and we decided to do a summer camp theme and it was great but it was exhausting it was so exhausting <laughs> we yeah. made shirts yeah um every day had a theme so like the first day was oh my gosh what was it nature well we had like a orientation oh we had like, like a kickoff day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the first night yeah so it was like, oh, here's your shirts. And then. And s'mores. Uh, yeah, we made and cast iron skillet s'mores in the oven. So good. What do we make for dinner? I don't even remember. Hobo meals. Oh, yeah, we made hobo meals. Those are really good. They were. Well. I don't know if they thought they were good. They but we really them. liked them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They ended up eating them. The peppers were a little bit of a Yeah, but they loved the sausage but... in it. So at least they ate that. Yeah. So that went well. But yeah, we had different themes. So we had nature day, water day, sports and games day. Facing Your Fears Day, which was, Jesus. Was Didn't go great. The whole thing. We took them through a ropes course. They At least they did try. So they did, I guess, face their fears. Yeah. It just didn't yeah. go it quite like, as we hoped. We thought it was going to be like four feet off the ground. It ended up being like probably a good eight to ten feet off yeah, the ground. Yeah, it was. So I would say ten. Yeah. But they made it like the, the first section. So there were like, I don't know, maybe six or seven different sections that you went through. Yeah, And so I went up there with them so that I, they weren't doing it by themselves. I don't even think they would have made it very far if I wasn't up there with no. them. No. And so the youngest, for some reason, well, this was the, not, I the think six this, year old wanted to go yeah. first. And so, yeah, this I was, was probably you know, not like, this is where we went wrong to start. Yeah. I don't really know how else it would have gone though. Cause mm -mm. I think if the oldest would have gone first, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere. No, it was like, we needed to get a babysitter for the younger two and you and I both do it <laughs> yeah. with them. We're yeah. like one adult's in the front and one adult's in the back to like get it going. So I was taking up the rear and so they did great. The first section was like, you kind of go up this little rope and go through these tunnels. Kind of crawl. Yeah. And so those are fine. And then the second section I think was probably the scariest one out of all of them because yeah. it was like a tight rope, tight rope section. Correct. So I was, I would have been afraid on that one. You legit are foot over foot. And then you just have these like ropes that you put your arms on to help you balance or whatever. And they did that fine. Like they both went over it and it was no problem. The The oldest one, he got on it though. His brother went and he got on. He was like, encourage me. So, 
So we made sure to tell him he was doing great. And yeah, he uh, wanted to be cheered on. Yeah. So, and then the third section, they did start to get a little scared with that, but it, I was highly confused by it because there were these big boards and then like you grab onto these, I think like vertical boards while you're walking. Yeah. I think they were like afraid to turn to the side. And I kept thinking like, you need to turn to the side so you can reach out and grab the next like pole and then step over. And they were just, they just wanted to look straight and try to do it that way and like fall to the next pole. And I'm like, that's going to be a lot harder (laughs) and scarier. Um, Yeah, it was, it was really something. I mean, it was fun and I'm proud of them for doing it as much as they did. But we got to a section where you had to turn completely sideways and like grab onto the rope wall walking sideways yeah it was like a net yeah and they were not about didn't want anyone to try no so, they had to be rescued yeah yeah the guy like legit had to off. carry them down yes. the thing and praise the lord and for that you, guy if you go down then the person anybody that stays up like the next person takes your carabiner so so i was carrying three i ended up finishing <laughs> the course in like three minutes <laughs> because yes. it was just me i was like all right let's watch daddy yeah so that was a whole thing. But facing your fears day, we did that. We all came home. <laughs> we did and, it. <laughs> yeah. We all came home and that was pretty much that. We did have one night where we stayed oh, outside. Oh yeah, you did this. I yeah. did not do this. I was inside with the babies. But, we bought a yeah. tent and I did some camping outside and we slept um, on the ground. Yeah, we slept on the ground. I was sore as hell the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a whole thing. Also um, bought these little like campfire things from Aldi and they weren't great, but they yeah. served their purpose. The first one didn't work at all, but the second one was fine. We like did s'mores and stuff outside, but we slept in the tent. We ended up not going to bed till like 1130. So, and then it's also really, really hot here right now, which I mean, if you live yeah. anywhere in the South, it's hot right now, but I'm, I can't like anytime we tried to do something, we had to do it in the morning because by like 10 AM to noon, yeah. it was too hot already. Yeah. The humidity is through the roof. Yeah. So like you don't want to be outside. We did do nature day. We went to like this little zoo close by our house. And that was not nature day. I'm sorry. Animal day. And that went really well because it's shaded and it was yeah. just, it was a good experience. Yeah, we went to a little zoo and that was good. And like you get to feed the different like monkeys and lemurs, like these monkeyos, which are basically Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah. But they all have like, you can, some of them you can hand feed, but the other ones have little like baskets you can put their things in. And they'll pull them over to themselves and stuff. So that's a it's really cute, a good time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got to see and all the kangaroos. Animals. Yeah, so we we did that for a couple hours, and yeah, and then the weekend we just kind of chilled more than anything. But yeah, well, the the oldest said that Saturday was work your butt off day because <laughs> yeah. he helped to mow yeah, the we yard, did yard work, and he did the front. <laughs> he did some of the front yard, yeah, and like the side of the house. And, and he said it was work your butt off day. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. They both. Yeah. They were like, are we done yet? <laughs> yeah. And then. Manual labor, not their thing. Yeah. On the weekend, we normally we do because we get them on the weekends. We do what's called beanbag movie night. So it was something we started a couple of years ago. And essentially, we bought these beanbags from Target, I think. Which they're about to outgrow. Yeah. So. They're definitely <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting, getting too big for the beanbags. But. It's just the whole idea is that we, they get their beanbags, we pop some popcorn or something, and then mm-hmm. we pick a movie, normally something they haven't seen, 
and like try to expand their horizons because if it was up to them, they'd watch the same things all the time. So mm-hmm. normally it's like a classic movie or something that we've really enjoyed and something we think they'll enjoy. Most of the time it's like, I've seen it forever ago or... And I didn't like it. Yeah, or I don't think I'm going to watch that. And then five minutes into it, they yeah. don't want to turn it off or and they want to watch the sequel. If anyone, <laughs> Yeah, if anyone has watched an old trailer recently, they're awful. Like they don't make you want to watch the movie. Yeah, trailers from like the 90s and stuff were freaking terrible. <laughs> like they just take a bunch of clips and throw them together yeah. and throw some music on it. And it's like, I wouldn't want to watch this no. crap either. And so. like really bad narrating. Yeah. Like, the best movie of all time. Yeah. Like, it's Once upon a time. Not. <laughs> it's actually not. There was a kid. His name was Jim. <laughs> oh my gosh. We did watch, we watched Georgia the Jungle. Yep. Yeah, we just stopped watching yeah. trailers, and it's like, you'll like it. Just yeah. sit and watch it. And I we... wanted to watch Free Willy, and Marquise is not about that movie. I no, love it. flipping sad. I mean, it is. It is sad. And I don't know. But The we, soundtrack like, is good, but that's yeah, about all I'm I mean, that's, there for. Yeah. yeah, but like my sister and I, we were big. Like, she was into killer whales. I was into dolphins. She was really into Free Willy. And so it's like nostalgic, you know, and we didn't get to finish it. So we'll have to try it another time. Yeah. We ended up watching Like Mike with Bow Wow. And there was actually a lot of people in the cast. So many people in that movie. <laughs> I didn't realize we're in it. Also, um, I didn't realize what was the other movie we watched recently. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't realize think, thinking back, like NBA players were like such a cultural thing, like bigger, I guess, in the 90s where they were like in a ton of movies yeah i was like why is there so much yeah. like crossover well, we good burger today and Shaq was in that's it. what it was yeah. that's what it was yes yeah. yeah different times for sure yeah uh, it was just all about these nba players and i was like you don't really see that as much anymore other than like space jam yeah but i feel like the last space jam was a flop like the kids enjoy it but yeah it's not to me it's like i don't know the first space jam is a classic in my mind but Maybe when they grow, they'll think, oh, yeah, I want to watch Space Jam, whatever the heck the new one's called. And, you it's, know, it's I'll still like not be LeBron about James. It. Yeah, it's got LeBron. Yeah. Anyways, it was fun. Yeah. If you don't know what to do with your kids this summer, plan a family summer camp. Yeah. And, the, and it gives you, it just helps, like, I felt like it helped us with, like, a lane for each day. So then we weren't just kind of pulling at things it was like okay today's nature day so we're gonna go to the park we're gonna go for a nature walk we're gonna do nature crafts and then we're gonna watch a movie that has to do with nature and so it just like gave us a lane for each day so i thought that was super helpful yeah and it wasn't like every day was like full of things either no it was like we got one activity we got like a themed dinner plan and whatever else happens it happens but it wasn't like we have to fill these days out with different things. It's just like this day is, this is the theme for this day. So yeah. and if other things pop up, then I think that was helpful as well. But we've been trying to theme like our weekends with them. And I think that makes it fun for them and gives them something to look, look forward, forward to, to. Mm-hmm. and stuff yep. too. So, yep. yeah. So if you need something during the summertime while your kids are bored AF and <laughs> stuff, that's an idea. Or uh, just wanting to be on screens all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one thing we, try to help with i mean i'm definitely an advocate of letting your kids watch tv or get on their ipads and stuff with boundaries yeah all in moderation yeah helps to have other things too so that way they're not vegging out all summer because they would 
because yeah. they thought they were going to some days. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's, that's our bedtime story. Bedtime story mm-hmm. for this this episode, and we'll go ahead and get into the show. So this episode was called "The Big Cheater." <laughs> <laughs> so this show, well, first of all, we're back to old Thackeray. Thackeray. Well, before you, I I was the the like opening scene reminded me of Ninety Day because it's in Costa Rica and it was like ooh but here but there and I was like oh yeah this is a Ninety Day shot because <laughs> yeah. they do say the same thing on all the Ninety Day they have this like random B roll like the oh what is it the Love and Paradise and mm-hmm. it's always just a ton of butts before they get into the show. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it. There. You have to grab your attention. Yeah. Keep it, keep it going. <laughs> well, I mean, even they start out at the pool, like yeah. at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it cuts right from the beach to the pool. Yeah, and yeah, so we get Thackeray first scene of the Which, freaking episode. How, what is this? It's the core. The core is that how you actually say his name? I still don't know. <sighs> I know, and I just rewatched. I hear parts people of say it, and it automatically translates to Thackeray in my Thackeray. mind at this point. So. Thackeray beats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, people, different people still say it different ways. I know. I we guess I should need just to listen, listen to Dee Dee. Yeah. I, think, I thought she said Thacker, but, or no, the core. Yeah, I think core. it's like, uh, I don't know if you pronounce the TH or if it's Takor. Takor. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So. Why are names weird? Yeah. I don't know. They don't follow, which, I mean, 90% of words don't follow, like, English language rules. So. Right. What's the difference? Yeah, but we get Thackeray putting suntan lotion on Casey at this mm-hmm. point, and Casey is talking about how she can flirt freely with all the guys now, and she feels like this huge weight has been lifted, and then she doesn't return the favor for Thackeray. She's putting suntan lotion on Blair instead, So, and I guess it's just, and I feel like it's a continuing theme, but mm-hmm. the girls are like not really interested in Thackeray too much because he's still obviously all about Dee Dee. Yeah, and I mean, and he seems like such a hothead. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be interested in that either if you're yelling at your ex. Yeah. Like how you're like, okay, and so you're just gonna yell at me. So nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. He just always seems like he's like beefed up on something, like he's upset about something. Yeah. And it's interesting too, and I guess I can get into this later, but I'm going to a little bit now, but like I think you look at his like confessional and or whatever we're calling it the interview mm-hmm. and like he thinks he's like pulling shade over everyone's eyes yeah he says like a smooth jar of peanut butter I'm like what does that <laughs> yeah. even mean yeah. i wrote what an ass yeah um, i put so slimy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm going to dazzle people with my speech like this guy is just like so full of himself mm-hmm. and thinks he's like really sly about things but then like even when he like like everyone commented that he's hovering and is all over dd and like upper button people like, yeah i mean you can see right through even if even if we didn't have the like itms where he's telling us that he's lying pretty much i feel like you can see right through it because his actions are not aligning with what he's telling people right so before we get too much into him because i feel like he's well alive. that's just that's still um, just the the next part yeah. like it's no you're not getting uh, super far ahead and david he talks a little bit about Casey because first one is a little bit about her and he says he thinks there's a connection with her, but he still wants to see where it goes with Jillian. And so and I think Jillian's a little David, a little, a little David, 
<laughs> Jillian's a little jealous. Yeah. About she's just like the date and stuff. Even though, even if she doesn't want to be with David. Yeah. Like she's got like this possessiveness. Like, correct. He's, he's been mine. He, for such a can't long be time, yours, too. And I don't want him, but like, you can't have him either, kind of deal. Yeah. And don't look at anyone else. Yeah, but like, Casey, I don't care. She, like, Jillian obviously hates Casey. Well, hate might be a strong word, yeah. but she doesn't like Casey at all. They don't so click. Anytime that they, they have like, because later on he has another connection and she's definitely not about that either. So mm-hmm. I feel like anybody he has a connection with, she's just going to like shoot down the idea of it because mm-hmm. it's not her, but she doesn't want it to be her. And it's like, she has these weird expectations for him. I don't know. So then let me see. Oh, Zachary, mm-hmm. he's talking to Blair when he talks about being a yeah. smooth bar yep. jar of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And it's mentioned that Zachary is hovering over Dee Dee all the time. And Blair thinks that Dee Dee is attractive. But I think kind of this is kind of the consensus from all of the house. I think that's there right now is that because Zachary is hovering all the time, they are like hesitant to really approach Dee Dee at all. Yeah. Because like he's just in the freaking way and stuff. So, yeah, I think multiple guys are interested in her or like, would try to to pursue her especially Blair like he's obviously attracted to her mm-hmm. but he's not going to do anything about it because Decor is like he, he's hovering but he's also it's like I I think from Blair's perspective he's probably a little like afraid of what he'll do because he's just gonna go off whether he goes off on Blair or he goes off on Dee Dee yeah he's especially once like he starts drinking I feel like yeah. he's, he gets even wilder and stuff and can see why Dee Dee is very like hesitant around him and stuff too because he looks like he's probably abusive uh, yeah oh yeah when we get into it a little bit more when they're talking i was like man yeah just some of the things that he says and how he spins stuff it's just it's it is abusive yeah yeah so then we jump to jojo and jordan showing up at the pool Jordan was his <laughs> yeah as you yeah, call him that guy <laughs> and so they talk about how there's less men and how it should be evened out so then they introduce a new guest, Dean. He is divorced and single, ready to mingle. And so we get very different reactions from the house that's there over Dean. The men are not about him. No, they don't want any com- you know? any more competition. And the women are basically drooling over this guy. Yes, all uh, of them. Casey says, woohoo, hallelujah. She's claiming them already. <laughs> but Casey is interested and like <laughs> underlined it. <laughs> Yep. So then we jump to the house after Dean shows up. Did you have any notes after, with, after that with JoJo and Jordan? No, I just my next my next group of notes is about Dean and like his background. Yeah. So I put that he seems like quite the player. Before oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because Ariel, she asks a question about his ex, and he just totally avoids the question, and so then they hop into his interview and found out about his ex-wife mm-hmm. Amber and she wanted to start a family and he wasn't about it and he said she felt like she was in charge and I'm still a, a man of my own <laughs> and you're married it's called like you're supposed to yeah I don't I did I guess I didn't understand his logic at all <laughs> with that it was like I mean I understand if like for one you should have talked about this before you got married but I understand if their lives did start to go in different directions. Yeah. Okay. Then 
they chose to get a divorce, whatever. But for him to say like she was trying to control, like, no, it just sounds like you guys wanted two different things. Yeah. Well, that, that was the, yeah, the whole, like, she felt like she was in charge. Just the way he spun it, it just didn't feel that she felt that way at all. It felt like he just didn't agree with what she wanted. Yeah. And oh. like they, they met and they were young and in love and were traveling and were doing all these things. And then they got married and then they settled down or she wanted to settle down and he didn't want to. Yeah. And he wanted to keep traveling and she wanted to have a family. Okay. Well, now you don't want the same things. Mm-hmm. So that's hard. You should have probably had the conversation about it. Like, do you want kids ahead yeah. of time? Or like, when do you want kids? All that. Yeah. Definitely a good conversation to have before you go get married. Uh, um, yes. Oh, yeah. He said he's the man of this household. <laughs> that's yeah. what I've done. Yep. So then, didn't see who asked this, but Dean says to them, if your girl hit on me, talk to her. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so definitely keeping up with his player card. And, oh, uh, yeah. He's basically going to be the one to. But I mean, the girls Mrs. are Stu- interested. Stu- Stu- your girl. Yeah. So. Ariel's interested in like his swag is what she said. Yep. He's got a smooth attractiveness to him. Zachary thinks Dean's a pimp. And he said he's not a worried pimp. about Dee because Dean doesn't look like her type. <laughs> so famous last words. <laughs> yeah. On that one. There's just a lot of like racial undertones in that, too. It's like, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a jerk. Yeah. Um, so then we got Mims and Allie. You mean David. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this David. totally threw me off. <laughs> Who's David? Are there two Davids? I was very confused. Yeah. And she's the only one that calls him that. Everybody yeah. else calls him Mims. So it was Which, me off. I'm wondering if, so his name is obviously David. Mm-hmm. So if that's what she always calls him. But because of coming into the show, there was already another David that he's going by his nickname. Yeah, that makes sense. Or, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Or but if it's just like I don't feel like someone it was a thing the last episode though. It wasn't, no. Yeah. So But there wasn't a lot of like their one on one conversation like there was this episode. Yeah, that's fair. So they talk about how there was a lot less stress after Mim stopped playing football. And so there was like this cycle, I guess, of probably normal relationship things, honestly. And yeah. it seemed like they didn't really tr- work to resolve them or talk to anybody or do anything. So Yeah. Um, she said like by the time they got married, they were already not in a healthy place. Yeah. And so she pursued her ex and slept with him. And then Mims, Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she says she got tired and didn't want the cycle to continue. So let me go back to this person I used to date. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great idea. Mims found out and wanted a divorce immediately after. Yeah. Well, Uh, she said they were both like struggling with depression and she felt like she had to keep going and he could just kind of like step off and like do whatever he wanted mm -hmm. to do or like struggle and she couldn't. And that probably part of that is probably because they have a child. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing with like anybody who plays sports and stuff too. I mean, especially, I mean, he's a bigger, like he's a bigger guy, like, build wise and stuff too and i think like you just have this like strong regimen and then you don't you know and then trying to get back into like regular life and everything as well yeah and i think it's probably a big part of his identity Mm -hmm. like that was probably from high school on or i'm sure even before that 
his goal was to be successful in his sport. And then all of a sudden that's gone. And who are you now? What do you do now? How do you provide for your family? Just, I'm sure an identity crisis in a way. Yeah, for sure. Which I mean, probably led to the depression. He said coming to the show has been good for them and he can see them possibly getting back together. Which I think was an interesting take. Just because I think like, like all these couples probably feel that way in some capacity. Um, well, at least like one of them. And from what I've seen, even so far, like with them being in the house together, like even with Brooks last week, it was, <clears throat> he was the one that was like, oh, maybe me and Casey could work it out. And I feel like Casey was very much more like the, I just want to be free and mm-hmm. date all these other people and stuff. But I want to also like, make sure that they're okay and stuff. And so I can kind of see like how the premise of the show is playing out because you have one person in each relationship that is wanting to make things work. So, um, well, I think even for them though, like going to therapy or trying to work on things is a good thing because they have a child. So either way you want to have a good relationship with one another or you can work together for the sake of the child, right? whether you're romantically involved or not. So I think, with them, we even see they they are able to communicate a little bit better than some of the other couples because they have to continue to communicate. Right. Yeah. So, and I think even like, like I said, for the child as well, it's probably not a bad thing to mm-hmm. even want to think about like, okay, what does it look like to get for us to get back together? And he was the one who initiated a divorce as well. So. Well, um, because she cheated. Right. So I think it's probably an interesting thing to that he's probably battling with just yeah. because it's like probably still does love her, but then, you know, he's hurt because of what happened mm-hmm. and stuff too. So yeah. Anyway, so we jump back to the house at night and Dee, Dee is talking to Jillian and thinks that she could get eliminated. Dean is trying to get Ariel to take shots in the kitchen hmm. and she says she doesn't like shots, but Dee, Dee walks in and helps to encourage them to take shots so she's all about it and then uh dean of course is like let's do it and then ariel i guess decides that she likes shots at that point so and then old thackeray is not about this as well his earlier prediction was totally wrong correct (laughs) no because she wouldn't be interested yeah dd is interested in talking to dean Mm -hmm. and digging more into the energy energy he brings and this seems to be like something that all of the women in the house are stating is like, he has like this big energy about him and he does seem like he's a lot of fun and stuff too. And he, and he is definitely like trying to get to know all of them in one way or another and like just trying to have a good time, which I think is probably like nice for the women as well because the men, it was all except Blair. I feel like Blair's kind of like, he doesn't care about Ariel at all, which we, no. Well, I wouldn't say care about, but he is freezing her out. He's not interested in, yeah, in dating her anymore. As much as possible. Being with her in any way like that, um, yeah. And But I feel like a lot of the other guys are still trying to chase after their exes in some way. And so, like, having Dean come in probably is like a fresher breath air. Fresher breath air. Breath <laughs> I was like, wait, that Jesus. was not right. That was, 
<laughs> I said, and I was like, what did I just say? <laughs> I know. It's like, that sounded weird. It's because it was backwards. Oh, man. Anyway, so it probably is nice to like just having somebody who's coming in, having fun. And, and I think it's because his ex isn't there, but I think she'll be the next person that comes in. Yeah. That's just a guess. I have like. not seen it. That's just my guess. Yeah. I'm sure there'll probably be something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there'll be some kind of connection to it because you, you definitely want to hear the other side of the story, too, because you're only going to get so much from him. Yeah. And, and then make himself look like the good guy. It doesn't make any sense where it's supposed to be that like they're mending that relationship and moving on from it and then kind of like starting a new one if his ex isn't there. Right. So we shall see. Yeah, we'll see. So then. Well, I was going to talk about you. You mentioned this a little bit, but core when he was like in the whole he knows her type and he isn't concerned he also said that he's offended that she was flirting with someone like that i was like this man yeah is problematic yeah in Uh so many ways yeah and yeah so they're basically sitting there and i put that he started cock blocking like crazy Mm -hmm. and dd says she's sorry that he feels that decory feels that way and she can't be concerned with how he feels about everything i put this dude is wild he is trying to guess like her oh my gosh make it seem like he's the good guy and he gets up and like walks away in the middle of like them talking but then comes back over and says he didn't get a single apology from her i mean (laughs) i know that this word is used a lot and most of the time not correctly but this man is a narcissist oh yeah like very clearly yeah yeah, and he he tells her that what she did was not correct, and I'm like, what the like yeah. this relationship is just I can see why she wanted to get out of it, and and then he was like telling her to calm down. Yeah, you need to calm down. <laughs> I was like, dude, like yeah. you need to calm down. Yeah, and she even mentions that she would take the blame for everything when they were married, and that Which she's not also, doing that anymore. Yes, because he's a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. So she feels like she is the one that's wrong all the time, but he is, and yeah. he's going to make her feel that way. Yeah. And like for him to get up and walk away and then come back and say, you know, you didn't give me a single apology. And I'm like, what's she apologizing for? <laughs> like doing this thing that she's supposed to be doing, which is talking to other people. Yeah. Not doing exactly what he wants her to do. Yeah. What you did was not correct. Oh, Thackeray. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's annoying. Yeah, but but also really good reality TV. <laughs> yeah, great drama, <laughs> for sure. But that's why he's still on the show, because he's a good villain. Mm-hmm. So jump to the next morning. We have Ariel, Dean, Blair, Dee Dee, David, and Jillian at the pool. And Ariel says she's in a funk from not making progress with Blair. Mm-hmm. And sounds like she wants to be more open to meeting other people. So she talks to David. And we have Jillian lurking on the other side of the pool. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's always lurking. Anytime David gets in, remotely gets in a conversation with anyone else, Jillian is not too far. She is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is right there listening to the conversation. So she says in her ITM that she doesn't think Ariel has great intentions mm-hmm. and wouldn't look twice at him in the real world. Which, which is probably true. Like they yeah. probably wouldn't have crossed paths. Right. But it sounds like they have a lot in common. So anyway. David tells Ariel that Jillian doesn't think that he's that cool. And I said, to be honest, he has been pretty bland so far. So. <laughs> well, she claims it's a joke. And she's like, why are you still holding on to that? And obviously he 
took it as more than a joke. Yeah, and I I think that the way that Jillian talks about things, like the way that she says stuff, like she thinks it's a joke, but it all has some bite to it. Yeah. Even just in like the way that she's talked about different people, mainly that have talked to David. Well, even like when she first saw him, she said, you look like you're from the 80s or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. so she was like making a dig at what he was wearing. Right. Yeah. So she and she probably has thought it was, her own sense of humor. Yeah. That I don't think other people are really about. But at you would all. think for him, they've been together for so long that he would have known that it was a joke. Yeah. Well, it's probably something that he like. There are probably things that he's insecure about. And then because they've been together for so long, it's just been something that he just kind of went along with in a way. And now that they're yeah. not together, like he probably feels like, oh, these someone else is actually interested in these things. And Jillian just always thought I was lame for them. And so one thing, <laughs> but because he says him and Jillian used to play video games oh my together gosh, this thing. and watch sports. But after you used to be married, teenagers is what became, you're saying. It became a chore. And I put, is this man 12 years old? Right. <laughs> it's because they started dating as teenagers. And yeah. he was like, used to like play video games together and watch sports. Like, she wanted to impress you. Yeah. She really doesn't care about those things. Yeah. And Which like some women do. Some women really do enjoy those things. But yeah. I think. She was, what were they, like, 16? I forget. They were both young. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, and I did that kind of like high school. Yeah, I did that kind of stuff with my high school boyfriend, too. Like, oh, yeah, I'm really interested in this thing you're interested in. <laughs> Let me watch you play, what is the, what is the football? Madden? Yeah, Madden. Yeah, let me watch you play Madden. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> care. I was just like, oh, I get to hang out with my boyfriend. I'm 16 years old. That's all I cared about. Yeah. And like you said, there are definitely people that are interested in those things. Oh, for but sure. I think he sounded like he like he hasn't reprocessed those things at all. No. Or like really talked about them because he sounded like he was sixteen talking mm-hmm. about it. And like My girlfriend doesn't like to watch me play <laughs> play video games anymore. Yeah, she doesn't watch sports with me. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I I think I get what he was trying to say. Is yeah. Like, he, like that's how if- he wants to spend quality time with her. Yeah. But it just sounded like he was whining. Or if that's even like what they used to have in common and that was what they enjoyed to do together. And now that they have matured, he still enjoys to do those things, which isn't a problem. Those are like very normal things to like. But she also is allowed to change and mature and decide other things, but they still have to find common ground. And they didn't do that is what it sounds like. Yeah. And if she don't think it's like wrong of her to not want to do those things either i just yeah, think I they don't, probably I haven't don't enjoy had a good conversation about it either so. of those things other than baseball i will watch all the baseball yeah but like the other stuff i don't want to watch you play video games or even play video games myself no and yeah but i never put on like, that that i did so. and stuff. i mean we go to like live sports live sporting games game. yeah well and, well because uh, we can't even get my favorite baseball team on our right. local tv so that doesn't help yeah so yeah it just there's a whole lot I think there between those two that they're probably going to dig more into. But yeah, I think they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, and it sounds like he wants to get back together with Jillian, but she's not about it. So yeah, yeah so I think there's I think for him, like he's still kind of boring to me. But they did show a little bit more personality with him this time, especially as he was like connecting with Ariel, and I think that he's starting to see that there's more as well 
and probably their biggest issue is that like him and Jillian is that they've been together for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's They're hard for him to even see like the possibilities because that's what he's known, mm-hmm. especially in high school. I mean, you, there's so many things like you learn in your twenties about yourself. He, I don't, so. I would assume that he hasn't dated anyone else. Yeah. Like seriously, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So then we go to our second exercise. 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 Yeah. So also, they like went back in time or something because the outfits that they have on are the outfits that they had on when Dean arrived. Oh yeah. So this is like which makes time lot timeline fraud. There we go. (laughs) Because they made it seem like okay, Dean's here. Okay, this evening happened. Okay, now we're doing the exercise. Yeah. But that's not like. Unless they put all the clothes, the same and exact outfits back on. Which I doubt. No. I, yeah. I'm sure they did not and do that. JoJo and Jordan were there. And so it makes sense that they would have Correct. Like, done it all right But then, then like, there. don't try to fool us because yeah. we're not done. A little production foolery going on there. Yeah. So. Didn't fool me. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm-hmm. So, one, this went by really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like pausing. that's probably why they had to, why they... Uh, it around yeah. too because they probably didn't have a lot of footage for it so they were like we're just gonna throw this into his own little segment but they also wanted to kind of give people a little bit more about dean dean mm-hmm. and stuff too and kind of show you who he was before this so yes it kind of makes sense but so they needed to pair up with someone they wanted to go on a date with just not the ex couldn't be their ex mm-hmm. so then we have jillian and thackeray end up together because no one else picked them and she Mentions that her first impression was the argument that he had with mm-hmm. Dee mm-hmm. Makes sense. And then we have Dee Dee's with, De- with Dean. And Ariel is with Devin. David is with Alexis. Mims slash David M is with Casey. And Allie is with Blair. So they're all given boards with a list of bad habits. They have to rank them from no big deal to big deal breaker. And then whichever couple lists, whichever couple's lists are most similar from top to bottom are most compatible and win the date, which I thought was kind of a stupid criteria, but whatever. So yeah, then, I also was like, how are they not cheating? <laughs> like, let me just peek over. Right. So there's like basically no deliberation with this. So then we basically hop right into the results. Mm-hmm. And so we have Dean and Dee Dee first. Dean's top is can't take a joke and him and Dee Dee are not very compatible. They only mm-hmm. have no. one, one thing in common, which cares too much at the bottom. Blair and Allie shared dishonesty as their top four and had four matches. The show put three on yeah, the but they're title card. So <laughs> that a little was bit more of protection foolery there. Then they would have also won. So I was like, something's wrong here. Yeah. I'm guessing they didn't want to have, they probably didn't have a tiebreaker or something. So anyway, so, yeah, but then Blair and Allie missed out. So Yeah. So then we get on that, we get a little bit more from Blair and says, he mentions here that he cheated on Ariel mm-hmm. and dishonesty was a big factor in them getting divorced. And Ariel, we get a little bit from her and says that looking back, she would have handled it differently. So next we have Jillian and, and Thackeray. They had four matches. Devin and Ariel had three matches. David and Alexis have four matches. Casey and Mims have two matches. So 
the winners were David Alexis and Jillian and Thackeray. So that's the end of the exercise. And I also, I totally missed this. I missed that at the beginning, they were supposed to choose the person they wanted to go on a date with. Mm -hmm. I missed that because then I was like, wait, they just have to go with this person. But yeah. Well, Jillian and Thackeray didn't really want to go on a date. Nobody else wanted wanted to go on a date with them. That's sad. (laughs) Yeah. They need to just bring in more people, I think. Yeah. So we jumped to the house. Ellie and Casey are having a couch on the combo. Having a wow, combo a on combo. the combo. <laughs> They're having a couch on the combo. Yeah. Helping. So jumping. This is jumping a little bit back to our bedtime stories, but working with our six-year-old on reading, and it's a whole thing right now. So we spent Teaching two hours. Someone to read is hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I feel like as a parent, like one thing nobody tells you about is like how dumb you feel trying to teach your children how to do anything. Yeah. Like I feel like I know something until I'm trying to instruct them how to do something. Or like give examples. You're like, (laughs) give me another word that like sounds like that one. I can't even think of one right now. Yeah. So an example. And he like, we're trying to help him like memorize words. So that way when he sees them again, because his current problem is, that he'll look at a word and Retention try to sound out is the problem. Like every single retain. letter. And so like a word like couch, he would sound out every single letter individually. Yeah. And so. Oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. So. Like what? That's I feel like it. my brain is fried from like. Yeah. And Tori had to do most of it today. <laughs> but it's still like trying to work with him because we yeah. sit down with them and we have them read for 20 minutes every day. So, and it's mainly because we also want to read for 20 minutes, right. at least <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're going to pull out our books too. Yeah. yeah uh, we all read together. Yeah. But most of the time is spent helping him. So we spent two hours a day trying to get through a book anyway. So I apologize. My words are jumbled. <laughs> Brain's a little fried. So back for to sure. the show, Allie and Casey are having a convo on the couch and this is where I put apparently Mims's name is David. <laughs> so apparently, like, who the hell is David? <laughs> who's David? Because they're not talking about Jillian's David, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm gonna get to call him Mims. To yeah, reduce just, confusion. Yes, please. So Ellie doesn't think there's anyone she sees herself coming out of the house with, and based on what she's saying, she might be going home. Is what I put. I don't think that like she didn't imply this. I don't. Even, Especially what we see later. I mean, Casey says this though. Casey thinks that she's just like taking up space. Yeah. Well, Ellie says, <laughs> Ellie tells Casey that Mims doesn't make her panties wet. Yeah. So, and Casey says, Ellie clearly doesn't want to be here. So, I, yeah, she makes that assumption. I think I put this later, but I put Casey knows how to play the game. Like, I think yeah, she's very like, good politically. Yeah. But I, I don't think just because Ellie wasn't interested in anyone at that moment doesn't mean that she wasn't going to be interested in anyone. Yeah, but I think that it was a bad political move on her. Oh, for sure. On her part, especially sharing with someone like Casey. Yeah, she should have been like, yeah, I'm kind of interested in so-and-so, even if she wasn't, if she wanted to stay. So maybe she didn't really didn't want to stay. Yeah. And, you know, I appreciate her honesty in like, and that's probably all. She thought it was just like girl talk. Yeah, like confide in someone. And then then that someone's like, I'm going to use this against you. Yeah. She hasn't watched enough reality TV, apparently. No, <laughs> so, not enough of the challenge. Yeah, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. She just, she showed her whole deck of cards. Yeah. And Casey definitely uh, 
you took it and ran with it. Mm -hmm. So then we jumped to Ariel and Blair talking in the kitchen. And this was, I feel like, brutal. Um, Did you see Ariel's Simba tattoo? I didn't. It was on her wrist. No, I didn't. It was pretty good, actually. I believe it. was a little Simba, like the one from... Like on the tree? On the tree. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's a good tattoo idea. I like it. Yeah, it was cute. You'll have to go back and just look at it because it's it's well done. Yeah. So Ariel is asking Blair to give her some advice, which I think is weird. I guess it's probably just her trying to, like, just be friends with him and stuff. But I feel like the more that she tries to to have these conversations with him, the more it hurts, like, her reputation with him, which is, I'm still just very confused by their whole dynamic. I, I, like feel her pain in this moment though, where she's still really into him and she's trying to like find a way to connect with him and to start a conversation. And he's so done Mm -hmm. and out of it. And so you like see her trying and you see him being completely shut down. And I'm just like felt for her. Cause I feel like, like if when you're in a relationship like that, or you're out of a relationship and you're, you're still interested in the other person's not like, I've been there before and you're like, oh my gosh, like it's just like yeah. my heart broke for her because she's trying and he is not giving anything. Yeah, he's totally like stonewalling her. Yeah. And he ways. just gets up and he's like, I'm gonna go make a coconut. I'm like, this man does not <laughs> care about anything she's saying. Yeah. And we found out that she moved to LA because he cheated on her. Yeah. Uh, just think left we that piece about out. That. And wondered why she was in LA. And so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I put Blair just looks annoyed with her when she tries to talk about wanting to have done things differently. He says he wanted to stay together and was upset when she moved. And I wrote down, is he warranted in this? Like in the reaction that he's having? Because he says he thinks that because he has no emotions, she thinks he doesn't care. And she's getting emotional. And he's just like, like you said, like, oh, I'm going to gonna go make the coconut just like i feel like he's being really hard on her for like how she reacted to him cheating on her and like i don't feel like it's right the she way can react however she wants to he cheated right and like i think just like him doing something drastic like that like of course she did something drastic because like she was her, her. world fall, fell apart essentially uh-huh. Yeah. So, and then I just think, like, for her, for him to manipulate the situation and say, like, oh, you hurt me when you moved away. And, like, but I think, fully like, removing himself. Yeah. I think my thing is he said that he felt abandoned by her and that he didn't even have a car when she left. So I don't think it had anything to do with the fact that she left. It was like the state that she left him in. Yeah. So that like it affected like his manhood of like, I just don't, I don't have anything. I don't even have a car. Yeah. It's pretty shitty. Then the fact that she left. Yeah. And and that's why I wrote down this. He warranted in this just because I don't think he is. And like just how harshly he's treating her on national television, I think is like awful. And especially when this is basically his fault. Yeah. It wouldn't make you like, in, in my opinion, if I'm, watching this and I'm someone that like could see him as a partner. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want to watch you be mean to your ex. I want you to like be healing from that relationship so that you can move on. Yeah. And that's the point of the show. Mm-hmm. So, which he's not doing a great job of. No. So, and I think that he thinks that like by 
not interacting with her at all. He thinks that, oh, this is me like doing what the show's telling me to do because I'm going to interact with these other women. And that's where, like, even in the last episode, I was saying I feel like he's just going to kind of slide by because the other women find him attractive. But I think, like, if anything, this may actually be his downfall because the other women are going to see how badly he treats Ariel. Yeah. But then she says that he is hurting because he still has feelings for me. I was like, oh. I don't know about that. No, I don't think he does at all. slightly delusional in in that. But also, like, she continues to have conversations with him. So that's where it's like, she just wants his attention so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's not over him at no. all. Like a, it's but almost I mean, like the she was the one that was cheated on, so it's not surprising that she's not over him. Yeah, well, that's even what I was saying with like Mims earlier too. Like he's looking at the possibility of like, oh, maybe this could work because like you know you kind of they're removed from the cheating, and like I feel like that's a big thing with like emotions even too is like you remember that something happened and that you went through that thing, but you don't necessarily remember like how painful it was. You just remember that it did happen. Mm -hmm. And so for them, they're so far removed from like, or somewhat removed from like the incident itself. But they're like, well, I still love this person. Yeah. And maybe it could work. So, so kind of a similar thing. We've had a relationship before this and we put a lot of effort into this. So could we mend this relationship versus trying to start a whole new one? Right. Yeah. So David is apparently he went for a run or something. I don't know. He's sweating. <laughs> He's sweating. Drinking water in the kitchen while they're having oh this conversation. God. And Blair keeps hitting pretty hard on his what a Blair keeps pretty hitting pretty hard on his feelings. But doesn't seem I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. (laughs) Blair keeps hitting pretty hard on his feelings, but doesn't seem to be taking hers into account at all. Oh. Oh, is that like in his ITM? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like he's talking about like. Yeah, like how he what he felt, how he felt abandoned. And he doesn't care about like. Basically discounts everything that that, Ariel feels. Yeah, that he cheated on her. And that's probably why she. She moved away. Pretty much ran away. Yeah. Which. I understand, honestly. Yeah. So interesting, all of that. I feel like it was a pretty brutal conversation just because of how he was with all of it. But so then we jump to Alexis and Devin arguing again. Alexis says them taking jabs at each other is them flirting. So I put seems toxic to me (laughs) just because like. I mean, some people like that's their sense of humor. No, and that's true. Like you can, I think you can like poke fun at each other and like, that's a daily thing um, in a relationship, I mean, but I think that they are like, that's hurtful. Our, like our family is like that. Like we pick on each other all the time. Now mm-hmm. we don't do like hurtful things, Yeah, but like even picking on my little sister, the things that we've said about like to her, or even we pick on my mom all the time. And yeah. I think like, that's something that we learned from our dad where, you know, if we're not picking on you, then we're not showing love. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. And so I do think like there's definitely a fine line. And I think just with them, like it's always like they are definitely pushing the boundaries a lot. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like how they flirt. Yeah. Well, that's what she says. She says them flirting. But mm-hmm. and Devin says they've slept together since getting a divorce. 
and he wanted to try to make it work even though she was the one wanting to end it so so their dynamic is interesting mm-hmm. and i think we see- talked about the last episode like i feel like the biggest reason they got divorced was just because of her mom. how her mom was mm-hmm. about everything so yeah like i they, think they're still friends yeah it seems. they seem to care for each other mm-hmm. and like seem to even have a good time with each other it's just like the marriage wasn't working because of the family dynamic which is definitely going to make it hard mm-hmm. i put i put down i can't remember who said it but when i was at tupac the core and that made me it was that. Devin because he <laughs> told her that she was going on the date with him like he, she's not with him but yeah, yeah. he's gonna be on the date i thought that was so funny yeah that's funny so then we jump to the date these dates are like i don't know i just think about dates and it's always like in my mind like gonna be like the bachelor where mm-hmm. you know they're having like these extravagant like outings and a helicopter is going to come. Pick no, them up it's and... it is similar to Bachelor in Paradise, though. Yeah, where they're just these random. Was was this one? Was they were like driving the ATVs? What was this date? Yeah, yeah, they're on ATVs. Yeah, this is very Bachelor in Paradise vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Jillian and David ended up on a date again with separate people. <laughs> so with separate she, people, she made sure to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and David says Alexis is very pretty, but. They are just friends mm. and he wants to explore so connections this, with people in the house. Yeah. This date is pointless for both couples. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like uh, no one actually likes anybody. That's why when, once they won, I was, I was confused that they didn't get to pick who they actually wanted to go on a date with. But then again, that would have made a ton of people safe. So it wouldn't have, it would have defeated the purpose of it. Right. But I think that's but they why didn't actually they want to be with to, each other. That's why the people told them, but that's why I said the criteria I think was pretty stupid as well like i think it was just a dumb exercise yeah um because like i feel like it was totally by chance and especially if you have had discussions about things like you would have those kind of conversations with someone and i don't know i just feel like the whole thing was like oh you're most compatible if you get the most things out of this list of the same random yeah. things that we chose for and you. it was like how you ordered them yeah okay well if i just like switch two then they switch those like the opposite okay now we got both those wrong even though they're like in a similar like line on the rating scale right yeah so anyway <laughs> it was a very quick quote-unquote date <laughs> yeah not like a lot of screen time ATD for the date part of it anyway and so we jump back to the house Casey and Dean are talking outside and Casey is still trying to claim Dean. Essentially, she tells him he's so so handsome and has a great personality and that she needed him. Dean says he feels connected to Casey and she's a good looking woman. And she tells Dean that her and Brooks never had sex and that sex is important to her. So. She's wanting to get it on, and Dean's all about it. Yeah, <laughs> so. they both have very loud personalities. Yeah, uh, which I I don't know if that always works. No, well, I think that like Dean is probably more attracted to Dee Dee, but I think Kate, like you said, Casey is more of a loud personality, so she's gonna go like get what she pursue. wants, mm-hmm. and I think that's hard for Dee Dee, obviously, because Thackeray is up her butt mm-hmm. all the time she should have taken this time while he was on a date yeah and embraced it which she may she, have yeah. like there may have been stuff we didn't see on camera Correct. but but yeah but casey is definitely trying to get some with dean 
really just with anyone, but I think she's like, okay, we'll go with this. Yeah. Well, Dean's single and, you know, by himself and she's. And she's by herself. Yeah. She kind of claimed him at the beginning. Like when it was like, oh, he's by himself. I'm by myself. Like he's mine. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Mm -hmm. I feel like they're. Didn't she say something about like, oh, I would be wearing lingerie and cooking dinner or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and, and Brooks didn't was, do anything about it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that sounds dangerous. Um, maybe at least put on an apron. <laughs> nope. He was <laughs> trying to get down, and Brooks was blind to it. So Yeah, yeah um, I just I just don't think that sounds safe. So Yeah. So then we jump back to the dates, and Jillian and Thackeray are talking on the beach. She mentions that he rubbed her the wrong way at first and wants to hear his perspective. And he says that him and Dee Dee's biggest problem with this was that he was never honest with her and took advantage of her. And I feel like he's sweet talking again. Yeah. Well, I put his smooth talking seems to be working on her. Mm-hmm. He's and, trying to like, he's just, he's being a narcissist. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I was wrong. Yeah. He's conforming yeah. to whatever situation he Correct. needs to be in. Yeah. And then he's going to go back to Dee Dee and say awful things yeah. to her face. And Jillian talks about how they were depressed during the pandemic, her and David, Mm -hmm. and she was a better person before she was stuck in the house with him. I think a lot of people struggle with that during the pandemic. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think that they are an anomaly. Anomaly, you know, I'm trying to Anomaly. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I've mixed up quite a few things. So (laughs) I was like, this is like aluminum over here. I can't say it. But I think that they, didn't get the mental health support that they needed or they weren't able to get out of the depression that they were feeling because I'm sure they both were feeling it. Yeah. Because also Mims and Allie talked about it too. And so like not having the proper support from whether it was like their community or like legit mental health support from professional, then continuing to live in that led to their divorce so i just thought it was interesting that both couples have talked about it yeah so then we jumped to alexis and david having a short conversation about basketball and that's it i put this in meaningless <laughs> i was like why did we even watch why this? did we see this yeah because uh, it was like oh yeah they're on the date too yeah but i feel like both of david's dates have been like this to where it's like it hasn't really gone Anywhere. He's really good at the exercises, but he's really bland. And yeah, so, like, yeah. he's not actually yeah, in an interesting date. No. I'm like, maybe Jillian was right. Like, you're really not that interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Well, uh, I mean, I think she's the, the personality in the yeah. relationship. Yeah. And hopefully that gets better for him. But as of right now, like, his time on camera has not been great in my mind. Like, Yeah. But on the, okay. like, this season on, it looks like. He does open up a little bit with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So then the preview. We're back to the house. Ariel and Mims are talking about the pool. He seems to be reflecting on his relationship and seeing good in it. And he thinks Ariel is still hung up on Blair. Which which she is. Yeah, totally. Mm. Nailed that one. And Blair's not into it. And Ariel is his pick to go home, is what he says. Because of it. Because she still hung up on Blair. So, yeah. That was a pretty short interaction. I think I didn't get a ton of. No, that's all I really got out of that, too. I think just kind of 
they're getting close to elimination. So I think they're just trying to show like what direction it's going to go in. Yeah. And so we jump to that night at the house. Casey's cakey. (laughs) (laughs) Cakey. Casey is twerking on Dean in the kitchen. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Really trying to get it up in there. Dave and Ariel are playing Jenga at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Jenga. Yeah. yeah. You call it Jenga? Yeah, that's how you spell it. Jenga, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, Jenga, Jenga. <laughs> I've just you never heard it, it called Jenga. Well, which maybe I am wrong, but I've only ever heard Jenga. I've always I called it Jenga. I don't know. I'm from the north. We say things differently. <laughs> 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 I have out. Lord, I'm going to be self conscious about whatever the heck that word is now. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I need to know for sure. they're playing a game at the table <laughs> that starts with you, a J and stacking blocks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> towers, whatever we're calling it. You don't want uh, them to fall. Yeah. David thinks Ariel is gorgeous and loves that she plays video games. Oh my gosh. Back to these freaking video games. <laughs> and he says he wants to pick her brain to see I where cannot. it can go. So they go out to the hammocks. I'm just so glad you're not one of those video game guys. I mean, you like video games and you play them with yeah. your children. But it's not like, oh, where's my husband? Oh, he's playing his Nintendo Switch because that's all we have. But probably Hogwarts Legacy whenever it comes to the Switch. But I don't have a desire currently to. There was that one game that you wanted to win for the oldest. What was that? You want to get uh, all the Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. You want to get all the characters? I played for like a week straight. But I didn't care because I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> so yeah but i used to play a lot when i was a kid but there's just you know other things to be worried about at the moment mm-hmm. so and i don't want to spend a lot of money on a game system either so we have a switch and it works great mm-hmm. so david and ariel go up to the hammocks and talk about their love for anime and <laughs> jillian is lurking again because you know she's never too far away and says ariel knows how to play the game and David, I don't really feel like Ariel is playing the game, though. Like, no, I don't get that vibe from her. All over Blair. Like, that yeah. has been quite evident. And I think Jillian is just, like, jealous of mm-hmm. anybody that has and, like, any kind of conversation mm-hmm. up with David. David. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we've seen that even on dates. And, you know, we get one perspective from Jillian about something. And then we look at David on a date. And it's like, that went nowhere. He's not mm-hmm. interested. He's not, like, yeah. He even says, like, oh, I think they're pretty, but, yeah. That, or, it, like, well, we get along, we're friends, but Yeah, because I felt that way with Casey, too. Like, it wasn't, like, a strong connection at all. It was just kind of like, oh, they're hanging out and talking and having fun. But that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. But Ariel, he does seem to have more of a connection with. Yeah, and that started to show this episode. Yeah. And so Jillian doesn't think that it's good enough for David. And I put, I don't get her. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Like. She's got so many opinions about, you know, what's good enough for him and all this, but yeah. doesn't want anything to do with him in, like, a relationship sense. And then David tells Ariel that he wants to get to know her. So I think that was an interesting step forward in it for him and stuff, too. So, and I'm interested interested to see how Jillian reacts, like, once he actually starts getting, like, serious with someone, whether it be Ariel or anyone else. And, like, what's... if we'll get more than just like the sly Jillian in the 
ITMs because I feel like she's not very like straightforward in person with most people. Mm-hmm. Like she talks a whole lot to the camera, but not around everyone else. So we jump to the next morning and David is checking this Alexis so out funny. at the pool and thinks she's looking good. <laughs> With his shades on. He's like, I got my shades on. Yeah. Blair and Casey go out to have a combo on the beach. Casey is continuing to make her rounds to yeah. talk about elimination. Like this woman put her on the challenge. <laughs> I was what I'm saying her game. She's ready. Her politics are great mm-hmm. because she made sure that she was safe because even Blair kind of talks about how he thinks Casey might be on the chopping block. And then Casey's like, well, let me give you some information. Let me give you another person you should be considering. So you don't consider me. And I'm like, for real, this woman needs to be on the challenge. Yeah. Cause he says he feels that she would be the least hurt if she went home. So, and I don't yeah, even so know she- why he had that like opinion about it, but. I don't know, because she's obviously interested in being there. Right. And, like, she talked about how, even in the last episode, like, how she didn't feel like she could do what she wanted to because Brooks was there. Mm -hmm. So she obviously wanted to be there. So Blair's a little dense. But I put in a crazy... But he has abs. So, you know, all the ladies (laughs) want him. Exactly. Like, seriously. So I put in a crazy political move. Casey... Crazy political (laughs) move. Casey pulls out that Allie is not attracted to Mims or any of the guys in the house. And this seems to work on Blair. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, oh, does, yeah. okay, yeah, I see what we're going here. I guess we'll think about Allie now. Yeah. yeah. So, good time there. We jump to the elimination. Guys have the power, and we're jumping back and forth each week. So, the girls had it last week, and the girls think Dean was a great addition to the house, and he's all about it. Mm. Alexis and Jillian are safe. Obviously, I put Ariel seems a bit delusional to me. Blair thinks Zachary, or Blair tells Zachary that he's still hovering too closely. And I put that there seems to be a bit more discussion than there was last week. The girls just jumped into who they want to eliminate. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Like the guys were able to tell each other, like, you know, different things about themselves. And like the girls were very much just like, I want to get this guy out of here. Or yeah. I think this is about this guy. So, so I hope there's more kind of that deliberation part because I do think. We don't see enough of that on this show currently, like group deliberation and stuff. I think that I don't want to see a ton of it. Like, I'd rather see like it at an elimination or something like that. And I could care less about it throughout the day, honestly, because mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that the challenge does. And I'm kind of like, oh, oh my I gosh, I know. <laughs> I'm like, where's the like hookups and the like fun stuff? <laughs> I, the politics, uh, I'm like, I only need a little bit of that. And then I need to see people like just being silly and having like other interesting conversations. I think it's important. Like I think on this episode, like they did a good job of showing like Allie talking to Casey and then Mm -hmm. Casey using that with Blair. I think that worked well. Yeah. That was, that was something that should be included. Yeah. So then the chopping block Blair votes Allie and then Mims votes Ariel. He's still interested in Allie. And that he doesn't think that Ariel is ready to move on, which she's not. Yeah. And Blair says here that he's an ice king, his words, towards her, and doesn't care if she's here or not. David says he wants to explore more. Yeah, he speaks up and says that he's still interested in Ariel, or he is interested in Ariel. Mm -hmm. Which I think probably 
helps her out. Mm-hmm. And then, so we're getting into the elimination part. The girls come back. Allie doesn't think Mims is going to vote her out. And then the next yeah, line I put, like, she oh, got eliminated. Man. I was like, <laughs> Allie isn't worried. Yeah. She should be. And I don't know how they picked, like, who's going to be, like, the spokesperson for each. I don't each, know like, either. It's probably, it's probably just like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, like, it's like a group project or something it's like, yeah because yeah. blair's the one who essentially tells Allie that she's eliminated so mm-hmm. i put that i agree with the decision and like out of the two people i think that like ariel is delusional but i do think i'm interested to see where it goes with david and i think Allie doesn't really have much to offer at the moment so i think for this episode it was a good decision and i think like her conversation with casey was dead yeah so mm-hmm. i think that's she what kind of pushed her out was saying i'm not interested in anyone that's here yeah i don't think she played the game well so. no yeah don't say that be like oh maybe i think this person's cute even if you're not right it's the only yeah. way to stick around fake it till you make it mm-hmm. uh, and then ellie is genuinely surprised about this so she put or she said that her revenge quote-unquote is getting healthy her getting healthy mm-hmm. so i mean not bad revenge i guess yeah i just felt like it was an interesting thing to say i guess i'm like were you when why are you getting revenge on anybody like to me it was like you did to yourself so i don't see what the revenge is no but i think that's a lot of things like the revenge body and like all that kind of stuff like it's like bouncing back and being a better person i don't necessarily think she's trying to get revenge on someone but like a revenge a body is TV a thing. Show, so I don't know what the revenge. I just thought it was weird. I think it's more like, let me show all these people like how I can get healthy and how I will move. I can move on from my relationship. Yeah. And I hope she does. That's I, hope I she, think I what hope she's that saying. gets better for her. Mm-hmm. But revenge was just an interesting word for me on that. Like I'm going to show them that I was here for the right reason. and I am ready to move on. I think that's what she's trying to say. Yeah. Okay. She uh, or maybe she was talking to Casey because she definitely backstabbed her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jojo and Jordan tell the cast good night and that they might hear the doorbell ring in the morning. So we'll dun, see what that's dun, about. Dun. Maybe Dean's ex will pop up. And so then we jump to Mims and Allie. I guess we're gonna get this with all yeah, the couples. Let me walk you out. Uh, I'm wondering how this is gonna work once, uh, like. Yeah, like if, if it gets to a point to where like there's an uneven like ratio of like people who mm-hmm. work yeah together. like say Casey gets kicked off while her spouse is already gone yeah so like who's gonna talk to her if anybody and maybe nobody maybe Jojo will come out there mm-hmm. so Ellie's emotional and Mims said they took a huge step and can build on this and Ellie tells him to get out there and mingle so so I think that was I mean, it was a decent conversation for them, mm-hmm. and I'm glad like they're still on good terms, which it seemed like they were on decent terms like throughout the episode and stuff as yeah. well. So, like we talked about, I hope like for the sake of their kid and everything that they're able to work things out and stuff too. So, then shit hits the fan. <laughs> we jump back to the elimination couches. Ariel is crying to Casey. Mistake. That's what I put. <laughs> Mistake. Don't talk to her. Don't confide in her. And telling her that she just wants to be friends with Blair. So after this, I don't know if it was a good decision in Ali. Oh, you didn't. We didn't mention that. Like Blair just kind of goes off and is like, "Ariel, I don't want to be with you." 
Oh yeah, yeah. I did. We didn't. That. Yeah, yeah. That was a big uh, thing. He was just like sitting in front of everyone, telling yeah. her that he's not interested in her anymore. Yeah, yeah. He did. In front of everyone. For some reason. Yeah. I was like, is this like, is this so that she will get it finally? Yeah, I think that. I think that it's him just trying to, I guess, show everyone else. Like I said earlier, I think that he is very much thinking that him being cold to Ariel is showing them that he's like moving on in a lot of ways. But I think all it's really showing him as is like someone who doesn't know how to work with his emotions Mm -hmm. and is treating his ex badly that, you know, has every right to be upset with him. So that's where like, I don't think he's warranted in his behavior. And I think that he's just showing out in a lot of ways and just treating her awfully for seemingly no reason, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. I forgot that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because then, to that, then that leads to this. Yeah. So she's crying and says she just wants to be friends with Blair. She gets super irate and gets up and walks back to the house. And she's very upset that Blair called her out in front of everyone. Which I would be, too. Doesn't feel like he's straightforward with her. Which is true, like, he could have told her that while they had a freaking conversation in the kitchen yeah, for but however long. I also wonder if he's tried so many times in private that he felt like, I have to say something in this situation or, like, in this environment for her to get it. Yeah, but he... Doesn't make it right. His words I were, like, I'm an ice king to Ariel. So, like, I feel like he probably hasn't truly voiced, Oh yeah, like, in that way as much as he did in front of everyone else, like, because she even says that he's not straightforward. So I feel mm-hmm. like if he would have just said, like, I don't want to be with you, that might have changed things because obviously in her mind, she thinks that they can be friends. So now I'm interested to see where it goes. Like now that he's made it pretty blunt in front of everyone else and embarrassed her and made her look like an asshole in front of everyone. Like, I think that's, that's why she's like. so upset is because she's embarrassed. Yeah. And I mean, she, Closes the curtain, doesn't want the camera on her at this point. Which so. I'm like, you're on a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got cameras everywhere. Correct. So they can hear you, even yeah. if they can't see you through the sheer curtain. Yeah. And Casey's Mike and she wants to be on TV. So. Yeah. So then, yeah, the episode ends. Overall thoughts. I put Casey knows how they play the game well. Mm-hmm. I think some of the other people are too caught up in their exes. Most of the guys, honestly, it yeah. seems like other than other than Blair and Jillian. But David says he still wants to be with Jillian. Well, yeah, but I think Jillian's a snake, and I think that like even I think if, she she doesn't want him, but she doesn't want anyone else to have him. Yeah, and I think like she's caught up in the sense of just wanting to be in his business. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't even like, if it's, I don't want to get back together with him. She's like just constantly. Right around the corner. She's possessive of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm still interested to see where Dee Dee goes, especially as other people show up. I just want Takor to go home. Yeah. So that Dee Dee could just be because he is an awful person to her. Yeah. And she seems like she's really sweet and stuff too. And just wants to have fun and had every good reason to not be with him. Yeah. And or I think- want anything to do with him. I think the only, like, my thing would be with them is if he doesn't grow and mature, 
or like heal from this, when they leave this situation, she's like going to have to deal with him anyways. Like how else, unless she has some way to like completely cut him off, block him, have no communication with him. She's going to have to continue to deal with him until he fixes himself or finds another victim. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm interested to watch the next episode and see what they, what they get going on and who shows up next. So I feel like the drama is definitely ramping up. And so as more people leave and more single people show up or as like the single people's exes show up, I feel like that's going to get real funky. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. We don't know for sure that that's going to happen, but that's just my assumption. Yeah. So yeah, that's the episode. We're going to keep watching and hope that the drama continues and we got a episode of Martha's Vineyard to mm-hmm. cover. We've also been watching Claim to Fame. If oh you my haven't gosh. watching that show or if you haven't watched it, it's a show basically um, by Kevin Jonas and Frankie. Franklin. Now Franklin. Like, <laughs> Jonas. Who's Franklin? Um, I'm wondering, he has been releasing music based on his social media. So I wonder if it like that's kind of like his oh, persona now as Franklin Jonas to be, you know, more professional mm-hmm. and to show like maturity on his end. But yeah. anyway. He still is Frankie Jonas to yeah. me. But but basically the whole premise of the show is that there's these people that are related to celebrities mm-hmm. and you don't know who their celebrity relative relative is. And they give like two truths and a lie at the beginning. And the whole season is basically everyone trying to figure out who the other people's celebrity relatives are in the house. So they have like different clues that pop up and they play different games and all this. And so it's just a really fun show and you get to like meet some new people and get related to like some like uber famous people and just like some off the wall people and stuff. But yeah, we can, we can do a little, we'll do a little segment during our next episode about it. Yeah. Maybe our our guesses for anybody. Yeah. The first one I like the first season was so good Mm -hmm. and we loved that season and we watched it like really closely. Yeah. What was the one girl's the one girl that was Simone Biles' sister? Yeah. (laughs) Like instantly knew it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And everybody knew on the show. Yeah, it was she's her clone. Like they're cloned. Yeah. Like they look exactly alike. And then I got the the Jason Aldean one really fast too, because I don't even remember what he said. And I was like, it's Jason Aldean. Yeah, that, that's I think the big green tractor or whatever. It was. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was like. It's Jason Aldean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was just super fun. So. Yeah. So anyway, we ran a little long today, but had a lot to talk about. Anyway. Yep. Thank I you guys that's... for joining us tonight. But for now, it's bedtime. Yep. We're out of here. Have a wonderful night. Make sure to go to realityafterbedtime.com. To find out more about us, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And make sure you rate, review, subscribe, get the word out. We'd love to have more people listening. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.